Last time on The Crown, Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip went on a 23-week tour that caused some real strain on their relationship. And while they were gone, Princess Margaret was in charge of all the social gatherings, and she kind of dropped the ball in a couple ways. Also, the Queen Mother bought a castle from some kindly old man. So, let's check back in with things this week on the Lords of Grantham podcast. Your time is up, my time is now You can't see me, my time is now It's the franchise where I'm shining now You can't see me, my time is now In case you forgot or fell off, I'm still And we are back, we're not dead No, no, Dave, I think it's fortuitous uh, We were saying this last week that we really got ahead of the curve in this In terms of recording remote Because <laughs> we're... we're uh, we're primed and ready to go for this whole uh, quarantine that we're going to be in for who knows how long. Yeah. Um, yes, that's true. We, we are, we, little did we know. No, little did we know altogether. I mean, it's just crazy to think two weeks ago we were just like, yeah, you know, that thing's happening. And then here we are. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, WrestleMania is going to have no audience. Yeah, and it's going to be two and nights, which is kind of good. <laughs> So if it's like two three hour nights, that's doable. That's that's fun. Yeah, yeah, that's I can consume that. <laughs> uh, I still think they should try and pre-tape it because who knows if one gets sick, then they could you know shut down the whole thing. Well, who's to say it's not already taped? That's true. That is true. Man, but they I, have so, uh, non-disclosure agreements or something like that keep the crew really small. Yeah, no, seriously. But uh, how's how's this quarantine been going for you, Dave? How are you managing? Um, I, you saw it on our Twitter. If you're on our Twitter, I, I've reacclimating myself with Photoshop mm-hmm. and I'm trying to just get some more artwork and some new logos for us for this new era that we really don't have any, we've been rocking that same logo for basically two years. So yeah, time yeah. for something new. So it's on our Twitter. It'll hopefully be up and on our uh, other socials and things of that nature soon. So that's something what I've fresh. been doing. Yeah. What about, what about you? Dude, it's been a struggle. <laughs> it, it, like, it's been really rough. I, I've only been just working from home since last Friday, but that's more than enough time for me to be cooped up inside. And the frustrating thing here is in New York is I go outside, and it doesn't seem like half the people are even following <laughs> the recommendations to stay inside. There's so many mm-hmm. people outside. It's like, why am I doing this? Why am I torturing myself if no one else cares? Uh, in the burbs out here people are I, I just took a long walk I, I was out i took a walk at the beach this morning they're out you said Pe- i mean i th- this at the beach there were people there were a little a few too many for me to be super comfortable but all the parks and stuff you know keep your distance keep your six feet people are out and about granted Jeez. it's not the city yeah no and then there's been endless construction in my building because uh, i've been renovating all these apartments I just have migraines at the end of the day. It's been really, <laughs> real tough stretch. <laughs> well, what better uh, thing to do than watch a full hour episode of The Crown, right? Yeah. No, it's kind of funny. Like, everyone's struggling to find uh, things to watch out there. And I feel like there's just so much stuff, like, I'm still just trying to keep up with because I keep releasing content anyways. I don't see how I have – I mean, I'm still working. I, I don't have any time off. <laughs> Congrats to everyone else like you, Dave. Who may have hey, time I, to watch I, stuff. I, I'm, I'm not really watching too much. You're photoshopping. 
Yeah, I'm for, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to be working, you know. I don't want to yeah. I don't want to go soft on on this time off. No, no. You you don't want you don't want that to happen. But speaking of things to watch. Yeah. I was on the Magfest YouTube channel today. Uh-huh. And they are uploading panels from our panel room. Oh, okay. So, so I, I don't know if we've later. explained this to the audience, but the way they've been uploading panels is they've been doing it by room. So there are several rooms that run panels all weekend, and they've been doing every panel per room and then moving to the next room and then the next room. Mm-hmm. So I think we might be up tomorrow or the next day. Let's not get their hopes up, though. Okay. I know. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're listening, by the time we've been waiting we months for release this. <laughs> this, it might be a couple days. Hey, I, I have a safe uh, feeling that the panel will be available by the time this coronavirus thing is over. <laughs> so within the next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But that's right. exciting. I mean, I'm fired up. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm ready to see. And you know, before I, you know, I thought it was something we would toss out there and be like, "Hey, check it out." Now it seems like people are like. Yeah, I'll watch it because I have so much time to kill. <laughs> and I mean, it's, it's perfect background noise because it's just strangers playing video games. Pretty much, pretty much, yeah. That 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 is what it is. Yeah. Dave, have you have you watched anything else good though, man? Have you been able to catch up on anything? Uh, empty crowd wrestling. I've been watching. Um, still a lot of that going. That and and I watched a Gor- that Gordon Ramsay twenty four. That's kind of what I've been up to. <laughs> what what is Gordon Ramsay twenty four? Oh, that's awesome. It's Gordon Ramsay goes to a restaurant and they have 24 hours to convert it from. So like whatever, because I guess in all the other shows, they when they see him coming, they, they put mm-hmm. their best foot forward. So yeah. he comes in a disguise. What, like he, a wig or something? Yeah, like a, or makeup or prosthetics. And then and he, he just eats starts food. Oh, okay. And then he reveals in, you know, in the Gordon Ramsay fashion, he rips the wig off and he's like, this is terrible. And then he has one day to <laughs> make the place better. And so he just berates the people. That's pretty much the, the show. <laughs> yeah, but then it always winds up with like some 60-year-old Italian guy like hugging his little brother saying like, we're going to make it work. I know we're going to. And Gordon Ramsay's <laughs> like, my, my work here is done now. And then he goes into his 18-wheeler and drives away. <laughs> is there any scenario where he goes into the restaurant where they need him to save it? And he's like, you know what? This is actually this is not bad. They don't need me. I'm out of here. I I doubt it. He did two okay. in Connecticut. Oh wow! I mean, CT is not known for its fine dining. Exactly. You know, it yeah, has good well, spots. I mean, it wasn't like New Haven Pizza. He did it. Was this like two seafood restaurants or something like that? Oh okay. What about you? What's on the docket? Uh, actually, I ended up somehow over the weekend watching a few Quentin Tarantino movies. I didn't even plan it. You, I I guess you just can't spell quarantine. Or you can't spell. Quentin without Quentin Tarantino without quarantine, so uh, no, I, I put on Reservoir Dogs because I'd never seen it, mm-hmm. and then after that, Pulp Fiction started auto playing, and then I was like, well, I haven't seen Jackie Brown, so I just watched that the next day. And so did I you just, watch Pulp Fiction? Yeah, I seen Pulp. I'd seen Pulp Fiction before, but and yeah, did you I watched, let it auto play? Yeah, that's just like a three hour movie. It's two and a half hours. Play? Yeah, I was like, well, it's one of those things where it's like you know, I'll watch like the opening scene or like the first couple scenes, and then you just can't turn it off. Okay, it really, it's so watchable. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. What did you think of Reservoir Dogs? I mean, I didn't really like it, which may be a controversial opinion. I know people love that film. It's you know one of Quentin's first movies. I just didn't think it added up to much, and I thought it was just—it's clearly the work of a younger guy who perfected his art 
afterwards. You know, Pulp Fiction is such a leap forward from what, where that is. Oh I yeah, think. yeah. And then what? What about Jackie Brown? I've never seen that one. It was it was good. It's it's a little slow moving, and I think Quentin think makes you think that like these people are more interesting to hang out with than they actually are. But it's a good movie. It's just two and a half hours, and it doesn't necessarily need to be that long. Okay. But watching those again, again reaffirmed for me. I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is his best movie. Like I, re- I really do. I've now seen all his movies now officially, and I, I think that really is his best. And I mean, Pulp Fiction is its own thing, but like, yeah. Anyways, right. that's why I learned over the weekend. <laughs> so, do we want to jump into this crown episode? Let's get to the crown now. I think people okay, are like, "All right, okay. enough with what your lives." <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like, "We're in this too. We're watching six hundred pound life and and dumb shows too." <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're actually watching more Gordon Twenty Four, and they want to hear more of you talking about that. <laughs> oh, they do the Gordon Twenty Four podcast. I'm all in. We talked. We did flirt with the Twenty Four podcast, but. Little did they know it would be Gordon Ramsay's 24. And little did we know there was already a 24 podcast out there that <laughs> did I mean, exactly obviously what Obviously, there yeah. is. Yeah. All right. So this is a uh, this is the episode I think we've been we've been promised. Yeah. Yeah. This is an eventful episode. Yeah. Uh, Dave, did it live up to expectations? I think so. I mean, I definitely will get to where we get. We need to get, but this was the one that Kev, our attorney, Kevin, again, name drop, consistency, told us to keep our ears open for, and I know exactly what he was talking about the second it happened, and... I think I do. This is this is the episode. Okay. Well, we'll, so, we'll get to that, right? Yeah. So, do we want to start, just to not be on that, do we want to start with... This is really a tale of two stories, and that's yeah. it. Do you want to start with Churchill? Yeah, let's start with Churchill. So, he's 80. He he doesn't look it, you know. Honestly, like you'd think his face would be a little bit more craggier. There'd be a little bit more wrinkles in the face. He's got a clean face mostly. He's got clean. He's got a clean face. And, and you and you see Lithgow trying to play him old, but then he has like some swift moves sometimes where it's like that's not an eighty year old old. Eighty yeah. year old doesn't have hips quite like that. When he, he there's one scene where Anthony Eden returns from his um, surgery trip, which also I popped for the continuity because this show does not thrive on continuity. Right. So. I was like, oh, okay, we're, we're referring to the fact that this has... Uh, he's in Boston, he's eating a lot of Boston. clam chowder, <laughs> putting but, on some but, pounds. But, but I guess before we even get into that, so in between his surgery and now, the entire 23-week tour for Queen Elizabeth happened. Apparently, yeah. So and this, then the- this dude has been in America for half of a year. <laughs> It'd be like it would be like if Mike Pence was in England for half a year with a, yeah. with surgery. Yeah. So no, maybe the continuity's not all there, but in this yeah. episode, you can we can look at this like Downton Abbey season two, where like eighteen months have passed and we're supposed to pretend like nothing has really right. changed. Right. And and like I said, there's something funny about the order of the episodes airing and stuff like that. Whereas. Yeah. Instead of having a, the surgery in episode six, I think, of this season, it would have happened in episode seven, which would make sense following into episode eight into episode nine. Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's on Netflix. That's not on a... Yeah. But yeah, Anthony Eden's back. Yep. And he he's he says, you know, it's my time, man. Yeah. 80, 80's it's, old. Time is now. Um, <laughs> Gotta shine, you know that's that's the brand whatever the john cena lyrics are that's what just triggered in my head he's he's the yeah, trademark he says, your time is up my time is now that's the you sense can't that, see me 
My the time, time is now. now. Yeah, that is what Anthony Eden. I'm shining now. <laughs> that's exactly what Anthony Eden is saying to Churchill. You know, like they elected you because I was running with you. It wasn't because of you. It was because of me being yeah. there to be with you, man. Yeah. And he uh, thrown through the barbershop window to hit, make another older wrestling reference. He's just, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. They're they're breaking up. Right, right. And uh, Churchill ain't ready to accept it. He he still thinks he's got a few, you know, another run in him. He thinks he's got plenty left in the tank, but little, you know. And just knowing from how he's old, he's old. Well, I mean, just knowing from how long he lives, he's, he could have another run in run him. I think he's got enough left in the tank. Yeah, yeah. But uh, also, like, this show jumped around real quick because I don't think he was close to 80 when the, I mean, well, was it? This is 1956 now or something? I, di- I did it say? I, I didn't it's keep It's got to be somewhere close to that. Or, I don't know. Because, yeah, well. Sorry we didn't research this ahead of time, uh, listeners. But either way, though, he got old real quick. But he doesn't look it. And But no, it's time for him John to... John Lithgow from the first episode. Yeah, he really does. So it's it's time for him to move on. Well, not quite at this point of the episode. No, no. He, he's he got a painting to get done the, <laughs> well before then. Well, they're doing yeah, it for they, his 80th birthday. They've commissioned a, a portrait. Mm-hmm. Now, this whole episode, and I don't know, I, I did... There was there there was a postscript in this episode that indicated that this is a lot of it's probably true, or I didn't yeah. do my research, but the postscript. Whenever there's a postscript, it means there's some truth to what's being told. Yeah, this whole subplot of Churchill and the artist could have been a film unto itself. I thought, mm-hmm. in the same vein as Frost Nixon, like this kind or uh, the the Mister Rogers movie with Tom Hanks. Like this, I think this story is fascinating. Oh, yeah, of, like, the painter. I mean, he probably existed, but them having a little relationship over this period of time, this two thing they, this yeah, thing I, they, I the two like of them interacted over. This could have been much more than half of a, a show where the other half is about horses banging. Well, we can get to that, man. We'll get yeah, to that. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. You know, it, it feels, it feels um, undercut. Oh, yeah, you, so you wish there was more time with Churchill in this episode? I would have taken, like, a full 90-minute movie about this because it was that, I thought it was that good. Yeah, I think that that would have been nice. I mean, there's only so much they can do to get inside of the head of like a real person like Churchill, but especially like with the way they've portrayed Churchill, uh, I feel like we we've gotten gotten known well enough. But this episode scratches at a deeper surface that like hadn't really even been hinted at quite before, you know? Yeah, because I feel like he's kind of a like a, a aging superhero in a lot of ways, you know, with the. He, you might have your doubt in him, but then he comes through at the very end with the um, the smog situation and sort of giving the sage advice when he needs to, but he's still the the front man. Yeah. I think this episode, you really start to see that his, his wife kind of wants him to call it a day. He's got to come to grips with like his mortality and the reality of the situation. It's just, yeah. just his time is up. And Antinian's time is now. Um, so they get the... Uh, um, was it a modernist painter, right? Is that what they call yeah, him? Yeah, Sutherland is his name. Yep, and, and they butt heads a little bit. They don't. They Churchill fancies himself an accomplished painter. He loves painting this this pond that he has there, and he always he he's very we we feel Churchill's sort of ego in this episode in a way that I think we have seen in the political world, but you haven't necessarily seen personally. Yep. Like, he's very stubborn and he's very sure of himself. Yeah, as most 80-year-old men are. 
Yeah, eighty-year-old men who who helped their country get through one of the worst periods of history. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so needless to say, he's a little skeptical of what this guy's trying to do. He, you know, he, he says, "Are you going to, you know, do it, do flattery, or is it going to be realistic?" Um, and there's a fear that he's going to be like some kind of assassin. He's going to like make him look really bad. And yeah. uh, they get to talking. They talk a lot this episode, a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, and and Sutherland is is all about the truth. He wants to paint the truth. Mm-hmm. So, we see a couple sort of menial like painting sessions and photography sessions where I feel Churchill feels like hoodwinked. You right. know, the guy like takes pictures of him at an unflattering angle, and he's like, "What? What? what you know, he's he's very why? Churchill. Why don't I have my my cigar? Why aren't I standing? You know, like the traditional painting." He has a certain yeah. I, he has a certain what he's pretty much communicating is he has a certain certain idea of himself and how he presents himself like he that's how he wants to be captured uh, as this yeah. one thing because he says are you going to paint me as a cherub or as a bulldog and I think he yeah. he thinks he really thinks uh, strongly of the bulldog he thinks he's right. rough around the edges but noble and yeah he he doesn't seem to want to own up to the, the fact that as we find out or as we know he's an eighty year old man who is mm-hmm. aging and and. Sutherland Had a couple strokes. <laughs> yeah. Sutherland is, is doing his part to be accurate. And what he was, yeah, what he was paid to do, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is paint what he sees there. Um, but, and even, so during this whole run, though, Anthony Eden comes over to visit Churchill. Then that's when he has that conversation, like, your time's up. And that, that frustrates Churchill altogether. And, uh, but it really culminates in the, that one conversation that he has with with the painter which is you know where they he's he uh they start talking about their their family and children mm-hmm. and uh the what's his name the the painter's name um the sutherland 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 you know says he has a child had a child that died really early uh was it like a couple years old or something or a couple uh months, couple months. and couple then months. churchill's lost a child at two right to uh, septicemia, he says. Now, Dave, is this where you got the Downton connection? No. Really? Then I missed the Downton connection because this is what I, I assumed was. Oh, wow! Then you're gonna you're in for it. Kevin's gonna be mad at you. Man, I'm 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 busy. But uh, well, Churchill had a, had a daughter, a fifth daughter named Marigold. <laughs> oh, okay. Who who after. Two ages, uh, two years went missing. <laughs> he says that she died. You know, he he wasn't there at the time. He came back and and put the body in the pond. I don't know. There's a chance this could have been another person's oh, marigold because of the 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 curls in her hair. And what did marigold have? Curls in her hair. So you're saying that Winston Churchill could be? He was raising. He was raising. Edith's child. <laughs> It wasn't with the, with the the poor farmer family there at Down. It was with the Churchills wow. from and thirty to years. Another baby. Edith's not raising the right kid. I mean, the timeline matches up because okay, what Churchill's eighty now. It's nineteen fifties. Run the clock back about forty years to the nineteen tens to the nineteen twenties, thirties. Okay, he was in his fifties, forties, fifties, having a, having another child. It was his fifth child. Not impossible. No. Well, he's a man, so he could keep on pumping them them things out. And also, one is fiction, and one is uh, <laughs> reality. Well, so the, the crown is questionably reality. 
It's right. exaggerated it's, reality. It's borderline reality. Yeah. So, so uh, Marigold, prob- who knows? She's gone though, and she, and so the painter tells Churchill like, seems like you're you're painting something that's in the lake that were in the pond that wants to come out, and that's kind of what we learn is, oh, the why he's obsessed with this pond may be because his child that passed away is in there or something. And it it seems like the 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 two of them both sort of find well, Sutherland finds this darkness in Churchill's work that he didn't realize was there. And then mm-hmm. Churchill thinks that he can spin it and be like, well, I found this thing in- incredibly offensive and dark. And, and, the, and Sutherland is like, well, yeah, it is. Yeah, that was my that life. Seems, that's, uh, he seems more in on what the, the point of what they're doing is. Right. So anyways, uh, this, uh, he, he doesn't reveal the painting after he's painted it to Churchill, mm-hmm. uh, even though Churchill asks... Which is, you know, you're setting yourself up there uh, for, like, a, a hard rejection, I think, if you don't want to show it to the, this guy who's notorious, notoriously grumpy and, and difficult. Mm-hmm. So they, they televise the 80th birthday of uh, Winston Churchill, which is which is kind of crazy. Like, I, I never thought about him as well, being the, that kind of celebrity. opening of Parliament, too. So they both happen oh, on the same okay. day. Gotcha. Yep. And they reveal this painting... After Churchill says he's not going to retire, he cuts a, a, a promo about how right. he's, he's still got a lot to, to do. Right. You know, he, he literally gives the, the Mark Henry speech where he's like, well, everyone's here and you're all this would be a good time as any to, you know, say, like, it's time to step down. But I'm like an actor who forgot my lines. It ain't going to happen today. There's plenty left in the tech, baby. And then he slams Anthony Eden through the painting. It's crazy. Yeah. But no, not quite that. Not quite that. And then, so they reveal the painting, and it is a pretty accurate depiction of Churchill. It's it's a rough painting. Like I I I can understand how Churchill was a little a little heated there. It doesn't do him any favors at all. No, no. And it's him seated, and he's looking like Churchill. Yeah. And he does not look happy, but he he continues onward. He has I forget exactly what his lines are. But he's like, oh, look, it's a wonderful, a fine patriotic piece of modern art is what he mm-hmm. refers to it as. You remind me of, Dave, is like because they're building up to this painting of this really rich, famous person. And then he's just kind of humiliated by the, the whole thing. It reminded me of that Simpsons episode. Uh, yep. With Mr. Burns. Well, do, do you think of that? I did it, not think of that until you started saying, do you know what this reminds me of? And I immediately yeah. went to that. Yeah. We're, 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 Mr. Burns sees Marge uh, some of her artwork that she's done and he asks her to, to paint him and she inadvertently catches Mr. Burns stepping out of a shower nude and then goes on to paint Mr. Burns nude and he's humiliated by this thing like how could you do that all the more reason painters you should run your paintings by the, the, the person they, they may not like it yeah or maybe, well I mean or, it was it was a gift so he really didn't it, have it was much a to gift. say in both in both accounts it was a gift <laughs> Um. Yeah, you see right on Churchill's face, like, what the hell is this thing, man? Yeah, get yeah. this out he, of my sight. He, he does not w- want anything to do with that painting. Even and Elizabeth is him... watching, and she's like, "I don't know about that." Yeah, I think people are like, "Well, this is this is Winston. This is the mm-hmm. life that he has." Yep. And then we see it is he brings it home. <laughs> yeah. Now I was thinking this would be more along the lines of a presidential portrait, where this goes into some kind of museum, but no, Churchill brings it home. Sure. And then he brings Sutherland over to 
to talk about it and they, they kind of have a little spat about what his job as a painter was and again i really thought sutherland had something on him here and stubborn churchill like is this how we want to end the churchill era is by having him be such a, a jerk i don't think it's a jerk i think it's really just this guy actually saw him and he didn't want to acknowledge that. And that really kind of pissed him off that like, Oh, this guy actually got my number, you know, like mm-hmm. when everyone get, gets Churchill's go, I think that really, you know, he likes to have the upper hand or be a, to kind of take the, the higher ground or whatever. And like, yeah, he seems like holier than thou in a lot of exactly. situations. Yeah. And, and this time, and, I, and you can see he, he fancies himself a painter. So when this guy goes and not only, paints skillfully but does a very unflattering realistic f- painting the guy got him yeah and Southern he's kind of and he's kind of using the colors of the, of the pond too because he, he knows how he's like painting them in the reflection of the pond and like he's trying to kind of capture that because it seems important to churchill um and yeah you know he, he tells him like he tells him st- straight up uh sutherland like you know your own problem is your blindness you, you know <laughs> like yeah you he, just, he's like you're you're old you're falling apart like what do you want me to do paint you like some some something else like no you you got to face yourself face the music right and it has the, that really good shot in this episode where churchill sits down and then peering over his shoulder is the painting of of uh of miserable churchill looking at miserable churchill yep and that's just what he is and then that's this the is this is where this is the moment he says i'm Time is I think up. I got to tap out. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's fine. Yeah, it's time for him to go. He's yeah. done a lot for the country, and they recognize that. They do a good job of being like, you know, you've done more for us than any other Brit has. You know, thirty-two, thirty-four years of service. That's that's a long run. That's a good run, and and you do see how close he is to Elizabeth now, which is which they've nicely built, and uh, you know, he kisses her on the forehead too. He, he really leans in there and and and. and Gives her that kiss on the head. Yep, and then like he a has fatherly a nice figure. Send, send off with uh, Anthony Eden. Right, he's pulling off, and he sees the other car just speeding right in behind him, and he's like, "No, no, no, wait up!" I got. He goes to shake his hand, and then he gives him a body slam into the dirt again. <laughs> and Churchill's I'm still retiring. So I just wanted to give you a world's strongest slam into, <laughs> yeah. the, into the dirt. <laughs> That's exactly what Churchill says. Um. But what better way to celebrate retirement, Dave, than burning a portrait of yourself on the lawn? Yeah, and and we we know for sure that this is not a guaranteed guaranteed thing that happened, as the postscript says. It's a lost piece of art, right? He, uh, just some some basic research. All we know is that the portrait was destroyed. There's no reason to believe that Churchill actually took it home and burned it down. <laughs> yeah, that, or, or, or destroyed or or some some it, it's gone. We don't, it's, it's gone not in the public. It's probably not, but from Churchill's hands, maybe he ordered someone else to do do it. But it does. It does seem it gives a good note to send it all off on on this episode of like, yeah, yeah e- just burn know, it down. E- even though you want you the guy Sutherland had gotten through to Churchill, he didn't win. No, Churchill got the upper hand. Yeah, so that's pretty much it for Churchill this episode. There is a thing about the dinner stuff, but that ties into the whole stuff with. Elizabeth. Yeah. Elizabeth and her old pal, Porchy. Yeah, okay. So this episode starts off with the scene with this dude who we do not know at all. Yeah. 
and uh, there it's a fancy place, and this guy he's going to propose to to a woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, real poor proposal. He, he, you know, they're sitting there at, at dinner, and he just puts a box on the table, and you know what's in there, and he, he kind of just fumbles his way into saying, you know, will you marry me? And she says no about 16 times in that he's got it wrong because she feels that he's still hung up on someone else. And who is that person he's still hung up on, Dave? It's it's the queen. <laughs> it is the queen. It is queen. He is the Hulk Hogan to Prince Phil's macho man. That That is oh, yeah. what is yeah, happening here. <laughs> yeah. Um, the mega powers will explode. <laughs> except who poor, is Porchy a mega power? <laughs> who is uh, Porchy? Porchy. God, what a name. Um the mega porchy. Uh, uh, you know who porchy, the, and maybe this is just the actor. Porchy mm-hmm. reminded me of if you took Mr. Bates and Mr. Spratt and smashed them into one person. <laughs> I can kind of see it. Where I can kind of see it. A little gravelly and a little, uh, you bastard. He, he doesn't he's have also mo- kind of like a, <laughs> I, I see the, the, the Spratt-ish connection where he doesn't have much of a... Well, no, no. He, this guy just doesn't have much of a neck. It's like the neck that evolves into a chin. <laughs> it's a, it's a he's, weird... He's like a turtle man. <laughs> kind of, right? Like, uh, yeah, kind of. It reminds me of that thing from, like, Conan the Barbarian where, like, James Earl Jones morphs into a snake. That kind of... That look, I don't so know. That's, that's Porchy. <laughs> that's Porchy, yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in between that, that, that change over. Um, not, that, not a handsome man. And um, nice guy, real real sweet dude. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, we we find out more about his history with Elizabeth. Yeah, they've been long lifelong friends, and <laughs> much like we find out uh, about some contention between Churchill and Sutherland over painting, we find some common bond between Queen Elizabeth and Porchy over horses. Who knew? Who knew? I mean, we, uh, we we know everybody sort of passionately rides horses in the fields in this show. Yeah, that's yeah. a recurring theme. But little did we know that Queen Elizabeth is about making that money <laughs> for the horses. Yeah. Um, but the funny thing is, though, like the way they bring him in this episode, it's like, oh yeah, she's always talked to him on the phone. He's been a lifelong friend. They've been tight for a long time. It's like I have not heard of this man before this episode <laughs> at all. Yeah, that's what uh, Kevin kept saying. Like, you'll know the episode is the one that I'm talking about because it's the Porchy episode. And I, oh, and that's right. He did that say totally that. totally slipped my mind about Porchy. And then as soon as it started where it's like, Porchy. I was like, oh, Porchy. All right, this is the one. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. the queen's horse, Oriole, mm-hmm. wins this huge race. Yeah. And they have a decision to make about Oriole. Does he keep on keeping on Mm -hmm. or does he start getting it on for money yeah (laughs) i mean if i was a horse i think i know what i'd do but it's not the horse's decision does the horse go into uh limited social interaction social distancing and start saving it for the the loving moments or does he go out into the public and you know take his chances I, I I don't know, man. I don't know. I, well, according to Porchy, he's time to, down. It's time to, to bury the seed. Um, During all this, though, Phil is getting drunk like a skunk, man. Yeah, we see him rolling in the middle of the night. 
with his yeah, boy. The, at the top of the episode, like he rolls in and like the top is still down. He rolls out the back of the car and he's just hopping out of the car like a maniac, man. Like it reminds me of like some of our old drunken nights where we'd like go out and it was like wh- whoever was driving, like, get out of the car. <laughs> well, I don't know, more maybe me just hopping out of the car. Sure. Yeah. But he I comes mean, we, in and, and, and Elizabeth fakes sleeping so he won't do anything. And he looks mean drunk. Yeah, he's mean mugging for sure. Uh, he, he's just not happy with where he is. I can just only imagine how much the, the royalty actually feels about the portrayal of Phil here. He just looks like – he just comes off as such a dirtbag. Yeah, he he absolutely is. And all so he the, is this episode is effectively a dirtbag. Yeah, I mean, the horse wins the race, and he's just looking at Porchy like he's jealous of him. Well, the, the episode, with the way it starts, it says, do you think she still holds – or, you know, you, you can't – keep holding on to this and and as mm-hmm. the you know you find out it's elizabeth and then you're like well is she gonna reciprocate and then we see she's she's like kind kind of a no friend. The, Por- porchy is a friend zone man he is oh he's in the friend friends. zone but it, it is a it is like a bff zone like it's not like just friend zone it is best friend zone yeah yeah, Those yeah. Two have some kind of connection that should make prince philip a little jealous i guess but i don't i never get the sense elizabeth is going, going to do anything about it yeah. Well, have you seen Porchy? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know who Porchy's father is, right? Porchy. <laughs> well, do you know who he is really? Oh, I. Uh, oh, frick, Carnarvon! That, that. Oh my God! That's where it comes together. Yeah, that old man Carnarvon. Wow! Wow! They really bury the the people who own down uh, the Highclere Castle. Wow! Yeah. That's rough. That's, that's what. That's what I, I'm assuming. That's what Kevin was talking about. Unless there's something deeper than that. Unless so it was what, marigold. <laughs> oh yeah, so, but you know what that means. Right? Maybe it's marigold. Uh, what? So that means, you know where Porchy was raised. High clear, high Down clear Abbey, castle, baby. The connection is made. Official. Well, the only thing is, he Phil loses the fact that Knarfen hooked up with a lot of women out there. So there's a lot of Porchies out there. <laughs> So there's a chance it may not be the high clear. It could be somewhere else. I don't think I don't think this Porchy is is uh is not a bastard child. I don't think yeah, I don't think he's Jon Snow in this situation. I think he's the he's the Lady Mary, if you will. Alright, yeah. No, that that, that I, I get it. I see it now. My what makes me very curious is why is Porchy who whose father is is of some level of, of fame to be a Carnarvon and I think his Porchy's father or grandfather would have been the man who founded the King Tut ex- exhibition yeah yeah which would mean that like there's nobility but Porchy's like a, a, a high-end horse breeder dude senior Porchy he, he had kids man yeah. <laughs> he had a lot of kids so that he may not been the first in line there yeah you know King Tut, you got King Tut relatives yeah um Oh wow! So I didn't get that connection, but but yeah, it's funny to hear Margaret in this episode too telling Elizabeth like you should have just married Porchy or whatever. You 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 messed up. Yeah, and it it this whole episode is just a a continuity or continuing story of uh, Phil just well, being what's mad. The, what's the thing Phil says about uh, the Porchies? Uh, the the, the Porchies. Uh, yeah, well, he says there's high uh, high foreheads everywhere. And then Elizabeth says, and uh, numerical dy- dyslexia. 
Yeah, because Porchy Porchy claims to have numerical dyslexia. Right, and she whispers that to herself, to which Phil says, "What?" <laughs> and and she says nothing. What? What she says again, and she says nothing, and he says, "What?" And then he storms off, and it's like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I mean, she's. I'm definitely not on her on Philip's side in this situation. You're on his side. I'm no, I'm not on his side. Yeah, no, they build she, him up to be a villain. She's um, she gets a little bit like sentimental about Porchy when maybe she should just. Well, that's her friend. Yeah, he's been there before, Phil. I mean, I guess. True. True. Okay. Well, you know, I'll give I'll give you that. Yeah. So. uh Anyways, he you know he's calling. He, you know we see these phone calls, and Elizabeth gets a, a personal line put in for Porchy to call up. Yeah, yeah. So direct. And Phil says his boy who like Mike pick him his up. His boy Mike. <laughs> <laughs> we all have a Mike, boy Mike. Mike can't, even, Mike can't even get a personal line, but Porchy no. can. How many people have they a? Said, they say it's well, family only, and she says Porchy's like family, and he's like my boy, my boy Mike. <laughs> yeah. DD me every week. <laughs> but it can't be him. Yeah. But I mean, the truth of it is, how many people have a boy named Mike? We all know someone named Mike. We all, we all got a boy Mike. Yeah. So it's like, no, that's not family. Your, your boy Mike is never family. You're always happy to see him. You're always glad to hang out with him. But your boy Mike is never family. Yeah. I mean, at one point in the show, he just like shows up in a hallway. He's like, "You ready to go, dude?" And Phil's like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, dude, I totally yeah. am." <laughs> Let me grab the board, bro. I'll be right over. We're gonna uh, do a barrel roll tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get an airstrip. We're gonna go flying, bro. It's gonna be wild. Uh. Anyways, he he comes in real hot though, cause they're gonna they're gonna get these horses to do the deed. Yeah, the horses are in the back. That's for sure. The horses are definitely in the back. They, they are. Oh my god! Do they have to show them getting it on? They really go in. And they they make a lot of uh like puns and innuendo. Yeah. These horses. Well, Phil says, "Doesn't it remind me of courting you?" to queen elizabeth and may we remind you when we say teenage how old are we talking yeah weirdo phil all right um yeah man tvma for sure with these horses yeah and uh they, they're trying to figure out what to call it and, and phillips has a horse hump but unch yeah. <laughs> yeah and um yeah, so they they uh they start to have it out a little bit, but we don't see it quite yet. We see we see it intercut with uh, Churchill's decision making, mm-hmm. but we don't see the dialogue. What we see is a later conversation where Elizabeth says, "You know, I could have been with Porchy, but I love you." And she says, "Can you say?" Or she says, "It could have been Porchy, but I only ever loved you." Can you say the same about me? And then Philip doesn't say nothing. Yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> you got to say something, Phil. And, and Phil, I, I mean, Phil held out for a little girl. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll Phil, see. Phil, he screwed up, man. Yeah, he, he's he's on the ropes right now, man. I don't, I don't yeah, know where this is going to go. You know, we'll find out. But you see that it, it's funny because I don't think, I think this episode would have paired well if we somehow got a margaret subplot in here involving um peter because you could see the differences between like obeying the rules and going with your heart because we do start to see elizabeth like porchy keeps her keeps her in the dark about being engaged Mm -hmm. 
And there's a reason. And, and Elizabeth seemed shocked because it seems like that's always been her guy to go to in the back, you know, like yeah, her confidant. And then it's like, oh, wait, you're keeping your personal life from me. Why? And it's like, well, because uh, you're kind of like his dream, you know, the great white buffalo mm-hmm. to pull from the hot tub time machine. <laughs> what? The, oh, Elizabeth is the Portuguese great white buffalo? Yeah. 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 Uh do you think he's still holding on for feelings for Elizabeth? Do you think he's still carrying a torch? Porgy? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think so. I think a bit. I don't think so, man. I I I think he's like kind of he's made peace with it. Yeah, but you know, but it's, it's funny. It's one of those things where everyone tells you you should be together and it puts things in your head, but it's like both of them have made peace with it. They know what's up, but it's everyone else with the optics of it. They think there's more there than there actually is. And there's a little bit um it is a bit of an unusual friendship, to say the least. What, are you talking about horses? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, other friendships have been based on less, I guess, so, you know. That's true. That's true. We don't know what, what Mike and Phil do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't know. We don't know. Um, anyways, yeah, we get the postscript of the episode that Churchill likes to reside in the French Riviera in retirement. Yeah. I meant to look up how old he was when he died, but I forgot. Did you? Do you it's know few, that number? Yeah, it's a it's a few more years. I don't think we've seen the last of Churchill in the show. I don't. I, hope I don't. Not. I don't think that's a no. I mean, it, 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 was, it would be odd to to get him out on season one, episode nine. Yeah, I mean, he'll come back from mania or whatever, you know. <laughs> he'll have a run and he'll enter number thirty in the rumble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Age is cruel, as they say, but he ain't done yet. I don't think. I don't think he's done. Yeah, and she does say he's going to be a valuable advisor. Right. And so that that's the one thing we haven't touched on is, you know, how do you pay respect to him? Do you name a street after him or the airport? And then her mother advises, you should, you know, have dinner with him on a, like a weekly basis. And she's like, well, I have to ask Phil. And her mom's like, you tell Phil. And Phil's like, wait, we got to go eat with the church? <laughs> Come, Come on, on, man. Come on, man. I got kids. Again, we don't see where the kids are. Where are the kids? Nope. Not at all. Not sight unseen like, this episode. You don't got kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's the other thing, too. It's like, I think there's also a thing where, like, she has a kid. Do you think, like, Porchy has any window of getting with Elizabeth when there's no kids there? No, zero. Absolutely none. No. No, he he stands. I'm. I'm. You coming through? You're a little. I'm coming through. Okay, good. Um, yeah. No. No chance. Yeah. No chance. No. That. That's it. So. Uh. Anyways. Oh. Uh, yeah. She gives a speech. Churchill's glad she's there. Phil says. Churchill's crying. He, yeah, but Phil mouths something to to uh to Elizabeth. I couldn't quite make out what he mouthed to her. I don't know. I said I'm not going to Winston's house every week. <laughs> yeah, you you can go. You can have dinner with him. I I ain't up to it. It ain't working for me. That's fine, Phil. You're gonna be in the doghouse soon enough, man. He just seems like he's in the doghouse at the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Because he does not know his role. Yeah. So this episode it has a nine point two on IMDb. It is the highest ranked of the season. And I understandably so. This is a very good episode. It's a good episode. I think. I, do, uh, I mean, I think the Portuguese. Like I said, I could. I could do. And this is not a knock on the Portuguese stuff because I looked him up. Portuguese real. Yeah. And um, I could have done with more of the painting stuff and and less of the Portuguese. 
I kind of like the porchy stuff. I kind of wish they went more in on the porchy stuff because I like it when they get in that s- stupid soap opera side. But I do like the Churchill stuff. It's almost like, look, if the last episode of the season is going to culminate in you know Phil and Elizabeth having it out, which it seems like they're building up to, put it all there in some ways. But I mean, I guess they got to build. So, I, and who's so, just, I mean, Porchy doesn't like ride off into the sunset. He's still a part no. of the story. No, that horse has got to have kids, so he'll come back. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's getting married. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, and she'll be at that wedding. But uh, yeah, this is, this is a good episode. I don't, I don't know if it's like my favorite, but the the Churchill stuff did land. It, it did do its job. Yeah, yeah. It's just absolutely. like Furious Seven. Uh, you know, people loved it. I thought it was okay, but the Paul Walker stuff it connected. It got through to me. And that that's the exact connection we need to make, and you know, in these trying times. Exactly. Yep. So, any good quotes, Dave? Uh, Churchill refers to the painting as as if it looks like he's uh, taking a dump, and he says, "Yeah, like he's squeezing and squeezing." I mean, he's not wrong. He looks like he, he yeah, he's cut one loose there for like an hour there. Uh, what do you, you got? Anything? No, not really. Not really quote heavy for this episode. Yeah, um, I know Oriole the horse. Uh, the, there's the horse hump. Um, mm-hmm. And there's the the line where. Is it? I forget exactly what the context was, but Philip says to Elizabeth, Elizabeth, in regards to Porchy, as long as you don't sit on him anytime soon. Oh gosh, man, come on, dude. He's a he's a spiteful man. Like, get over yourself, dude. You signed up. You flirted with this thirteen-year-old girl mm-hmm. to get to this position in your life, and now you're trying to pretend like it's not a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's also funny is like we haven't seen his butt in a while. You know, Netflix really flaunted that in the first like couple episodes. Like, you're gonna see Prince Phil's butt on this show. The first couple eps, and we it's haven't the, seen it since. The, the thumbnail is just his 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 glutes. Yeah, but it's like that classic thing where the show's like, you're gonna get some of that extra TNA that you don't get in most shows, and it's like, no, nah, that was the first couple of episodes. Now it's a real show, and it's like, bring back Prince Phil's butt. You promised a lot. Uh, uh, so let's get into these power rankings. All right. Yeah. Who do you have on the bottom? I got Prince Phil. He's my number three, too. Yeah, he's still going through a rough. He's just being a, a piece of trash. And you got to think, with all his time you know, drinking and, and being out in town, the butt's probably sagging at this point. Yeah. It's all, not It's not in shape. I mean, we don't see him working out. There are so many no. hours in the day, we don't know what he does. Although we did see that him a couple weeks ago where he's like ripped. So <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he's definitely got that physique. Right, right. And we don't know what the boys are doing. <laughs> like, his boy Mike is just spotting him at the gym. Yeah, at the gentleman's gym or whatever it's called. Yeah. Who do you got at number two? I got Churchill. Okay. He's uh he's out of power. He he's he's uh he's stepping down. He got an uh ugly portrait done of himself and he's uh coming to terms of being old. Oh I got I got Sutherland. Okay. His painting, you know, we we seem to think that he's breaking through with Winston and Winston burns the or you know, the painting is gone from history. That's my number all one of Sutherland. Work, all his attempts <laughs> to get through Oh, okay, okay, all right. Because you waited to show him the painting until after it was done, and he hated it. Congratulations, you played yourself. You worked for months working on this, and the guy didn't do anything about it and burned it down. Nice nice job, Sutherland. Graham yeah. Sutherland. Well, my number one is the queen going down. Really? She's she's not keeping her house in order. Okay. Uh, regardless, I, I know... She she made some money off of Porchy and this and Oriole the horse, but 
it's not not a good look for the queen this episode. She seems to not have a grasp on on her her own. You know, she she's not holding down the throne. No, at no. home. That's true. And, That's true. You know, it, it regardless of how things end, Philip is is in in a, in this relationship. She's wearing the pants. So when mm-hmm. these two fight, and there's no resolution, she's got to take the L because she's the one who's who's the the freaking queen. You know. It's true. That is true. Good point, dog. Well, who's up, Dave? Who's going up for you then? I got Churchill number three. Okay, sure. Because he gets the upper hand. He doesn't like that painting. He, he gets rid of it. It's a fair point. <laughs> and then he gets this this dinner thrown for him where the queen makes him cry. It's very sweet. I think Churchill, yeah. you know, handles himself very maturely. Even yeah. though he is a great... He, he handles himself maturely with the queen, and then he's a spiteful man and burns this painting. Okay. Good point. I got going up. I got Churchill, too. Oh, so you got Churchill doing double duty. No, I don't. I got Clemmy Churchill. I got his wife. Oh, his wife. She's the one who gets him in line to sit down every day with this painter and get the get the stuff done. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like we get to see a little bit of her this episode, you know, watching Churchill and just like, you can kind of see she's the one who gets him out of the bed and gets him going and stuff. And, and they have a very harmonious relationship where she can, she knows her boundaries, but mm-hmm. you know, as soon as he says, I think it's time to be done. She's like, good about time. Yeah. Like <laughs> she gets she her never, wish. She, she never pushes him, but she gets her way. Yeah. She's going to have a lot of time in the French Riviera now. It's great. Yeah. And number so, two, mm-hmm. I got I got the stud. I got Oriole. The, 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 the horse? Yeah. He's making, <laughs> he's making money. Yeah. He gets taken out, out the game. He's making them lots. 500. He might, he might have 500 kids in his life. Is that, is that more than... Is that Oreo Canarvin should be his yeah, name? Yeah, no. Is that what is that what we're talking about here? I, I hope our friends from High Clear Castle Gin are not listening to this because I know they have personal relationships with the Car- Canarvins, and this episode of The Crown does not smile upon them. Nope, nope. Well, number two, I got Porchy. You got the Porchy? Yeah. Okay. He's the one raising the horses, and he's got the the eye of Elizabeth and Phil. Where this episode, you got a, getting- you got a direct line. Yeah, he, yeah, he's got a direct line. He's getting them all hot and jealous, you know. So, kudos to Porchy for getting under Phil's skin. You know, he, he's really got inside his head. And I do like that they they go out of their way to show that there's no relationship between Porchy and Philip. Philip is not trying to make Porchy his boy. Porchy is yeah. not trying to make Philip his boy. Nope. Who's number one, Dave? I got our Anthony Eden. Me too. <laughs> it's the underdog. He, he he gets in there. He gets the the seat. We saw a couple episodes ago that he wanted to throw Churchill under. Mm-hmm. You know, he played the long game. He said, maybe if I disappear and go to Boston for a while, make my triumphant return in the Royal Rumble, I will get the respect that I'm due. Yeah, and he gets it. <laughs> he gets it. Time is now. He, he it, He's uh, the one shining. Yeah. So, uh, the franchise. He's the franchise, uh, the royalty. So, congratulations to Anthony Eden and, and finally uh, rising up and getting the role. Yeah, it's imp- I'm impressed. Yeah. We'll see how. I mean, I like this actor. He's kind of a um, stock British uh, hoity-toity actor, man. Well, the thing that always confuses me is when I look up who's in this episode, I see his photo, and this guy has not updated his IMDb in like over 20 years. So it's like this young guy, and it's like. Wait, who who does he play? And it's oh, it's Anthony Eden every time. But yeah, so uh, 
shout out to uh what's his name update your uh, update your imdb photo man yeah and also in this episode before we wrap this up mm-hmm. there's a shot of the queen mother and the guy hold on what's the name i'm looking for uh the guy, the guy who was Birdie's competition is there. Oh, okay. So maybe so Cass, he did get the job. So we don't know who got the dang job. They never followed up on it. Yeah. So that's not cool. I was uh, I was a little bummed about that. That's tough. It's a tough break. Hopefully we find out in the finale. Who knows? Yeah. So that really wraps this episode up. Um, we got a Facebook message this week from a fan that said that they like our crown coverage better than our Downton Abbey coverage. You know, thank you. <laughs> and I, I know, I know we, we have harped a little bit on the, the negativity, not negativity, but the constructive criticism of some fans and our Facebook likes keep going up. So look, you're, if you're in social distancing and quarantine, like us on Facebook. Yeah, we're here for you. We we didn't we got like 110 now. That's like 11 in a week. That's huge. Yeah. Maybe they just want to hear more of our like wrestling commentary. Maybe they want to hear more of that. <laughs> you know what? It, <coughs> excuse me. Uh-oh. Shouldn't cough. Um we're going to try to provide you listeners of the Lords of Grantham with some more content because we know how this this virus is affecting everybody. So we're going to do not our stopping. part no breaks. To, to to try to give you maybe a little more content if not we want to be as interactive with you guys as possible. So if you hit us up on the social media, we will engage in a conversation. We'll chit chat. We're, we're down for whatever. I mean, that's Dave. I'm, I'm going to try and do what I can. Yeah. Well, you know, it's all relative. We're going to do what we can within the time of our, within our days, but yeah, we are absolutely sympathetic and, and you know, we we're in the situation, this, this world changing situation of this, coronavirus so it's hard times man it is straight up hard times we we know how it's gonna you know we know it's it's tough and we want to yeah. be people like we're, we're a source of entertainment for you we hope we and hope. we appreciate you guys tuning in and, and checking us out and tell your friends if they're if they need a show to binge tell them downton abbey and if they not want some friends to do it with tell them us or the crown you know we're here or watch you know WWE and then listen to some of our commentary about it. Yeah, it, who knows? Yeah. Maybe we should maybe let's let's try to post some like recommended non-crown non-doubt and viewing. That's pretty low stakes well, on our part. Can we can we can we bookend this episode with some WWE recommendations? Absolutely. So going into Mania, the hottest storyline this year, it's Randy Orton and Edge. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> oh man, the soap opera of this is just incredible. And and it's so strange because now we're this is for those that are unaware, Edge is a wrestler that retired in 2011 because of a neck injury, and spent the past several years getting extra surgeries and rehabbing so he could come back. Mm-hmm. He's the youngest at the time. I think of all time, he's the youngest male to enter the Hall of Fame. He was like yeah, 40, 41. That's not side. even 40. I think he was like 38, wow. 39. Okay. And now, yeah, because he's 46 now, I think. Mm-hmm. But he came back triumphantly at this Royal Rumble event, which uh, is 30 people. He came out, huge crowd reaction. And then the next night, his longtime friend, Randy Orton. Well, well, at the Rumble, he tossed out his longtime friend, Randy Orton, at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Which which Randy Orton said, ah, whatever. But then not so much the next night. Not so much the next night at all. 
So <laughs> over the past, what, month and a half, Randy Orton mm-hmm. has just been sort of terrorizing Edge's uh, circle. He he obliterated Matt Hardy multiple weeks in a row to the point that Matt Hardy is now gone from the WWE. Yeah, yeah altogether. And, and, and then he dropped his wife, Edge's wife. Yeah, yeah, that's rough. That, that's the thing where it's like, Look, I know it's wrestling, and, and uh, it, you're supposed to enjoy it, but it's it's so I don't know. It's hard to like explain why it's watchable. It's rough. It's a man committing an act of violence to a woman. But the thing is, a it's Beth Phoenix. She's a big woman who's very like built, can beat up any man, and she also tried to kick Randy Orton first. She actually tried to instigate the fight on him on her own accord, and then he did the thing. And then the announcers were horrified and stunned. They were speechless. And then they replayed it five times on air for us to watch. That's wrestling, baby. Um, it is. And then Edge is back. Yeah. Last man standing match in front of zero fans. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. He wants vengeance. He he want, This man came at his wife. And, and why was Randy Orton doing this to his friend Edge? Why, why did he attack him? Because he said Edge had the itch. And he yeah. never scratched that itch until the point that he said he almost lost his life nine years ago. If he does this again, he's going to lose his life. He's going to die in that Yeah, ring. so he literally attacked his friend out of concern that he's going to kill himself in a, in a wrestling match. I mean, which I think fairness, it's a physical violence. Like, if I didn't want you running a marathon, I would break your legs. And I don't doubt that. That's <laughs> the sign of being a friend, you know? But uh, you know, we'll find it. Yeah, we'll, no stern words could have gotten through to Edge. Just a <laughs> chair to the back of his surgically repaired neck. Right, and then we'll fight it out. You know, a few weeks later, and then we get over it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Eh, maybe we'll see about that. We'll see. We'll see. God knows they're going to be in an empty arena. We're going to hear everything they say to each other. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, though, we're on Instagram, Gmail, Facebook, Twitter. Lords of Grantham at Gmail dot com. Yeah, iTunes this, this, review us. This is the this is the time to send us an email because we will we will read emails. I was thinking if this and this is just floating it out to the audience, we will do if you have questions like a just general like Downton Abbey uh, crown wrestling any kind of questions for the Lords of Grantham. I don't want to say we'll do a bonus episode, but if you guys send stuff our way, we will address it on air. We are yeah. open to trying to make this as interactive and experience as possible as we all go through this coronavirus situation together we covid19 prepared for this i mean some some uh, countries were <laughs> uh you well, see singapore they're doing pretty well <laughs> well it's not, it, you know no one's no one is is all the way ready for the social distancing and, and yeah we're all in this lives. together so we're all you know we want to be your uh, a source of relief for our fans so yeah you know we're here and we're with you. We're we're struggling just like you're struggling. We're here. You're here. Let's do this. All right. And on that note, we will see y'all when we see y'all next week. <laughs>